Hey everyone, and welcome to the Mississippi College Voices of MC podcast. This show features interviews from some of our more than 35,000 living alumni and their stories from life's journey after MC. Your host, Jim Turcott, was a 1983 Mississippi College graduate and currently serves as executive director of the Alumni Association. Enjoy and let us know what is going on in your life's journey after MC. Jim Turcott, Vice President for the Alumni Association at Mississippi College, and today we are happy to have Casey Combest, a 2006 MC Sociology major who is the owner of Blue Sky Studios right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Thank you for joining us, Casey, and we're excited to have you on the show today. Absolutely my, my pleasure, Dr. Turcott. As, as I mentioned, I'm usually on the other side of the conversation interviewing, and so bear with me in my uh, noviceness, I guess, of being interviewed. Well, I'm nervous myself because I don't do this for a living like you do, but tell us a little bit about Blue Sky Studios. Sure, sure. So after Mississippi College, uh, in my mid-20s, I I sort of stumbled around a little bit just trying to find the right path for me and uh, started a recording studio. Man, had a great time doing that for about six or seven years, and uh, during that time, my wife and I started having children and uh, really wanted to do something that had a little bit more of a recurring uh, revenue model because the music side was awesome, but once you do the work, you get paid for it, you kind of move on. And so I was trying to find something that had that stability, and podcasting had always meant a lot to me. I, I didn't uh, sadly study business at Mississippi College. I certainly wish I would have hindsight. And so podcasting was a way that I educated myself and learned about business. And so we started Blue Sky Podcasting because apparently I can't come up with any other name that doesn't start with blue sky (laughs) so started that about four or five years ago and uh, so today I I oversee the recording studio side and have some great team members and then uh, oversee and run the podcasting service so how does your major in sociology help you when you meet people for the first time in a podcast I'm sure it sure it does especially with sociology uh, just being able to understand trends and uh, I mean honestly the podcasting service I think that was you know, in some way, a, a sociological study because I started seeing what had happened with social media in the early 2000s, and I saw brands and companies stepping into that podcasting space, and I was like, all right, let me try to jump ahead of this. And I think it goes deeper than uh, just sociology, just knowing those values of Mississippi College that all people matter and all people have an approach, even if their uh, ideas or ideals are a little different than you, uh, just being able to value them as a person, uh, and, and definitely in sociology. I mean, one of my favorite times there was working with Dr. Wooten on a directed study where we walked through different, uh, I guess, paradigms, but the, the different way that people approach the world and their worldview. And uh, as we studied that, I, I think today meeting people of different races, different ethnicities, different values, it does help me to... Uh, empathize with them and to see the world from their perspective. And, uh, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways, uh, sociology helped me to sort of see the trend of, of podcasting coming to brands and businesses. We were really early to the market uh, about five or six years ago. Uh, again, I listen to podcasts a lot, uh, trying to educate myself, but it still wasn't quite what it is today. And uh, I began looking up and seeing different businesses and brands uh, launching their podcasts. And I said, okay, this is coming. The same thing that happened in the early 2000s when businesses and brands looked up and saw, oh, social media is not going away and all of our customers there, that's going to happen. 
happen with podcasting. And, and sure enough, that's what's happened. And so I think in a lot of ways, sociology helped me to sort of see that coming, you know, as far as trends and uh, what people are doing and where they're consuming content. Well, you mentioned Blue Sky. So so tell us, where did that come from? But just one day, all of a sudden, you just said Blue Sky or where did it come from? Sure. There, there's a, a great uh, record by a band I like a lot called Wilco, and it's called Sky Blue Sky. And uh, that record just, I enjoyed it a whole lot. And then the name Blue Sky, I love the idea of, uh, I guess, giving people that feeling like, hey, there's no worries, enjoy your experience. Because for me growing up, a lot of times I would walk into a studio and it wasn't that worry-free in- environment. It was quite the opposite. I was stressed. I found myself uh, anxious. And, and so I wanted people to feel comfortable when they worked with us and uh, at home when they were in our space. Well, you mentioned in your uh, LinkedIn profile, which I looked at, by the way, you talk about coming from a small town. I think I'm dying to know where what small town. Sure. Uh, Van Cleve, Mississippi, down on the coast, right above Ocean Springs and Gautier. Okay. So I guess Katrina was a factor down there years ago, was it not? Yes, sir. I, th- I believe I was a, uh, a senior uh, during that time or a fifth year. And uh, yeah, it was a, certainly a big factor. Um, at that time, my two younger sisters uh, were uh, on their way to MC. And uh, for all of us, it was cer- certainly something that uh, changed the game, so to say. Well, how did you end up at Mississippi College? Sure. So I, I had done a spring, I think they had a, a, not an orientation, but a time for prospective students to come and visit. And my dad and I went up and uh, I, I really didn't know a whole lot of people that went to Mississippi College, but I'd heard about it and uh, loved the idea of it. I'd visited uh, Mobile, uh, University of Mobile, which uh, had a similar vibe. And when I came to MC in the spring, I was like, man, this is where I want to be. And uh, after a few conversations, we just realized that the financial side of things would be pretty tough. And so for me, I was like, hey, well, this is great. I still want to be at MC. It just might have to be my my junior year or a little later. And uh, that summer, uh, you guys were hosting Centra Kid. And I went as a chaperone, which also showed me I did not want to be a children's ministry because that is a tough job. (laughs) And so that that week of of being there, I uh, hung out with the kids and, and really enjoyed that time and while I was up there, uh, my dad had this habit of challenging me to do things, but I didn't really realize he was challenging me. And he said, hey, you know Dr. Roberts, who at the time was the interim president, uh, is from Moss Point, and I'm pretty sure he knows uh, your grandparents. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's like, you should drop by his office and just say hello. And I said, oh, okay, I'll do that. And so very naively, you know, now I'm telling that story. I'm like, how did I have the gumption to go do that? And so as an 18-year-old, I walked in his office and I said, hey, Dr. Roberts, I told him who I was. And he said, yeah, I believe I delivered your grandparents' paper when I was growing up. And I said, oh, that's so cool. And he said, will you be with us in the fall? And I said, no, sir, I hope in a few years, but I'm gonna, I, I committed to play uh, soccer at Mississippi Gulf Coast. And, and he said, well, uh, well, why not? And I said, well, we just couldn't make the numbers work. And he said, well, why don't you come back tomorrow and we'll see if we can change that. And so, you know, the next night, there's no way I slept. I was anxious, excited to hear what he had to say. And the next day, sure enough, we walked in and sat down and we looked at a few different ways to make it work. And he uh, even personally told me that he would help me find a job when I got here. So, and he 100% did that, helped me find a great job. Uh, working in admissions and then had another really neat opportunity that that didn't pan out but uh yeah that's how I wound up at MC so it was kind of a last minute I think uh I found out two weeks before orientation that I was officially going and so (laughs) we were scrambling to to get things in order and uh, it was an exciting and uh, certainly adventurous time. 
Well, Dr. Roberts is quite well known for his students. He, he loves students. And that story you told could be told over and over again many times about many faculty and staff here. But uh, it's great to know that Dr. Roberts had an uh, impact on your life like that. Um, all right, so you, you got to MC. So while you were here, what did you do? Uh, you mentioned soccer. Did you play sports here? What did, what all did you do at MC? Yes, sir. Uh, I did Civitan, and uh, I was a Beaufort Nina Musha the first little bit. And uh, I didn't actually play soccer until my senior and fifth year. Uh, and I was really more on the team. Uh, a lot of my buddies played. And at that time, uh, Coach Johns was there, and he was recruiting uh, some incredible players. And so I was on the team my, my last two years, but but didn't play. Still really enjoyed that time, getting to uh, spend on the team with my friends. But yes, sir, I was involved with Nina Musha and Civitan. Uh, did BSU for a little while, and that was uh, certainly impactful my freshman and sophomore year. And uh, toward the later years of college, I got a little more involved in my, my local church, working there. And so, but man, so many great opportunities at MC. I mean, that I think that's the hard thing your freshman year is just determining uh, where's your time best spent? Because there are so many wonderful organizations and people leading those organizations who care about you as a person and as a student and, and want to pour into you. So what is your fondest memory? There's listeners right now who can resonate with this because everybody's got an MC story, but if you look back on it, what do you think your fondest memory of MC is? That's a good question, uh, and this was honestly probably the toughest question that I wrestled with. Big events, formals, campus events, concerts, trips, all those things were so meaningful, but honestly it was the little things that I remember most. Hanging out in the dorm with new friends or, or you know, people that I even talk to now that are, are still good friends, uh, those nights of worship, it's those things that maybe didn't have a huge, uh, I guess, organizational price tag on them. It didn't take a ton of effort, but just being around so many like-minded believers and people who, uh, you know, certainly were willing to talk to me and tell me the truth and uh, walk with me as a friend. And man, th those moments are unforgettable. And like I said, those are, those are people I still talk to today. Well, again, I think that so many people can relate to that. I, I know I can. I remember I lived in Whittington dorm and hung out with a bunch of guys that we still play golf today 40 years later. It's great stories and obviously your friends were inspiration to you. Can you think of any one particular or several faculty, staff that may have inspired you while you were at Mississippi College? I think for me, my story is a little different and, and I think even with that, looking at some of my friends who came in incredibly focused, they knew what they wanted to do, they knew the trajectory for their life, uh, those were the people that sort of inspired me after college because I could look back and see those friends and say, man, they they knew what they wanted to do and once I was in my mid-20s and kind of figured out what I wanted to do, which was entrepreneurship, uh, looking back on those, those folks were certainly inspiring. Uh, that being said, uh, man, it would be really tough to pick a professor. Uh, really enjoyed uh, my time in the Christian Studies Department. Uh, I, I really didn't take a whole lot of upper-level classes there, but that foundation that I built and seeing just the love of the Bible that uh, Dr. Park had, he, he stood out to me a lot my freshman year. I think I had him for two, two classes, and uh, that love of the Bible, I still wake up with that today, you know, like there's a piece of that inspiration that he gave me, that passion for God's Word, that every morning when I wake up and, and read it, like I, I still get 
you know, some, some experience of, of being around Dr. Park or something that I learned where just, again, just that overall paradigm for approaching it is valuable to my life uh, today. Well, for years, his classroom was right outside of my office suite, and I would often stop in the hallway and just listen in to a lecture of Dr. Park. Ivan Park is just so talented, and a lot of people would resonate with what you just said. Well, there's lots of things I could ask you, Casey. Uh, I don't know if, I guess one thing I'd like to hear you from you is if, if there's a student out there looking to go to Mississippi College, um, what would you say to them? I would say go for a tour, go meet the people there, and, and then after that, if you still have a hesitation, you should go somewhere else. But I, I don't think that'll be the, the case. Um, like I said, when I went in the spring, I mean, it was in the first 10 minutes, I was like, yeah, this is this is where I want to be. I think if your values align with Mississippi College, that you're a believer, that you want to grow in your faith, but you also want to have impact in the world, Mississippi College is the place, and I would encourage you, go visit, go go take a tour, get to know some of the staff, sit down with them, uh, no matter what field of study you want to go in, and I guarantee you, you'll find a, a, something special there that'll pull you in. Well, that is great. So, the one thing I'd like to ask you about is, what piece of advice would you want our listeners to take with them about Mississippi College? There's so many great things. Uh, about MC, I, I would just say if you're you're hearing this as an alumni or someone who's a prospective student, uh, for the prospective student, like I said, take that tour. If you're alumni, look for, look around to the the kids in your life that uh, are the age of getting ready to go to Mississippi College, and and like I said, just encourage them to go take a tour. Encourage them to visit the website to to just see a piece of what you guys are doing there in Clinton. Uh, because I know that'll have a huge impact on them. And, and that's what I'm trying to do with uh, young people that I know that, again, their values align with uh, what you guys are doing at, at Mississippi College. Who is the most uh, famous person you've done a, a conversation with, by the way? Besides me, of course. Besides you, uh, I, I got to talk to Randy Zuckerberg a few years back, Mark Zuckerberg's sister. She was in town speaking at a C Spire event. Uh, we were doing, we, we still do some work with them, but they were doing a tech focus for the tech movement, which has kind of led to their uh, coding academies and STEM uh, push for public schools in the state. And I uh, got to interview her a little bit about uh, technology and how she sees uh it impact in this next generation and it really inspiring person. Uh, she was incredibly sharp, uh, well-spoken, but it didn't feel, um, some, some of the folks I've spoken with that are really sharp, it feels kind of rehearsed with her. It just felt fresh. It felt passionate. And yeah, she was a great interview. You also do recording. So I'm interested to know, do you personally perform? Uh, no, sir. I lead worship at my, my church at Livingston fellowship out in Madison, but, uh, no, sir, I, I don't, uh, the world doesn't need that. <laughs> so I, I did a little bit in college and it, it was enough for me to get a taste of it and say, uh, that, that just wasn't quite the lifestyle I want. There's a, there's a lot of sleeping in the van and being away from your family. And so, uh, a lot of the folks, we do that, uh, they, they do it and love it, but it's a, it's a tough life when you have kids and things like that. Thank you for being here today on our Voices of MC podcast. For more information on the Voices of MC podcast, please connect with me on LinkedIn and make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes. You can email us at alumni at mc.edu and we look forward to hearing from you.